Hello and welcome to Draw, Lose or Draw, a podcast covering all things Partick Thistle. On today's special episode, we are going to compile the ultimate Partick Thistle Spice Boy 11. Now joining me to, to do this difficult task, Rhys Haldane. Rhys, how are you? Yeah, I'm very well, Matt. Feels weird not to not to list off the usual script about the weekend there, but I've got plenty of memories of the, the, the spicy guys that we're about to discuss. <laughs> Jamie McDonald's here. Jamie, this was your idea last night out on out on Maryhill Road. You, this popped into your head, and within 24 hours, it's it's a work in progress. Uh, how how are you feeling? Don't think this was my idea. I think it was David's, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm good. 80 seconds into the episode, we have our first mistake. David Forrest is here. David, congratulations on your idea uh, being in motion 24 <laughs> hours on. How are you feeling? <laughs> I mean, of the list of dozens and dozens of ideas I've got in my Word document that I've been next in favour of this, um, a bit perturbed, but um, I'm looking forward to, to doing this. Also here is Draw, Loser, Draws Professor of Spiceology from Nando's University, Kirsten Fraser. Kirsten, how are you? I'm good. Um, rounding off our panel is Heather Holloway. Heather, how are you? Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Uh, gotta love a spice boy. And uh, I would really love to uh, recommend this. I'd love to have Stuart and Tam do this on Off the Ball at some point. You should sell it. And uh, I, I'd love to know what their idea of a spice boy is. I'll start with you then, Heather. What do you think it takes to get into this team? What are the characteristics you're looking for? The list is endless. You, 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 I mean, you've got to have some sort of like outrageous tattoo of some description that you like to show off uh, in a certain way. The classic pull up of the shorts, getting your hair cut before uh, TV games, but just every game really, sorting out your hair at, at a throw in or a corner, putting up a wee uh, thirst trap in stuff for no apparent reason, thinking that you are the best player on the team when you're not I don't know uh, the list is endless Rhys do you want to add to that criteria I think you yeah, had summed it up pretty much um, you need like as you said it's the, the typical tattoo preferably a sleeve with a, all, all the all the bullet points the the rose the lion the eyeball maybe a wee globe in there or something but I and I think most of these guys on this list probably have that um, so I that's that's a good enough barometer Kirsten, what's your definition of a spice boy? Well, I actually repel spice boys. Spice boys, spice boys don't come anywhere near me, and I think it's because I've got quite a good, a good sense of them. I'm too much like hard work for them, and I'm much like soft boys tend to come a lot closer in my vicinity, basically. But spice boys are so so easy to spot for me. I think there's some things that are like physical that are really obvious, so cryptic. Instagram captions and weird poses, um, personalised reggies, really branded clothes. Like they're all the really, really obvious ones. And they're the ones that I would have thought of when I was like a bit younger as well. But around a bit older and a lot of Thistle players, I suppose in the past year, Thistle players and like people that just have played for Thistle have like come up on my hinge and stuff. I've got a very interesting perspective on what like the full composure of a Spice Boy is now, one that I really didn't have before, because as I said, I do repel them. So aside from being all of those things, they're also really, really dim, really dim to the point that when you're talking to them, you feel that you, you're losing brain cells, that you know less things than you did when the conversation started. And also 
they just they kind of make you accept it in quite an endearing way like the, I can think of people that are nearly spice boys like I said to I knew a guy once who had one book in his house and it was like an idiot abroad book and I thought oh great you know he has an xbox but he clearly can read and I think he was like an accountant so I, I just assumed he couldn't read in general and I said something about books and he went what books do you like to read and I, I really like giving men like difficult answers to things see how they'll react it's all just like a sordid little game to me <laughs> and I said to him oh I like to read like female memoirs about like suffering and pain and motherhood and love and loss and this man looked me dead in the eye and he was like I like autobiographies too and I was like yep yeah, spice boy spice boy card marks my spice ometer is, is quite good I think the original spice boys are all incredible players. They're all really, really good players, like David James, Robbie Fowler, um, McManaman. They're all really, really good players. Um, none of the people in this list are very much touching any of them, I would say. Well, I, I, I did say I'm taking a backseat. This is the last thing I'm going to say on, it, on any of these players. I'm looking at the 11, and you could look at the 11 and go, oh, this is they've just made a joke 11. That really wasn't the intention. I think there are some players who have made really good contributions to Partick Thistle and this team. There are, however, some some players who will will only remember for their sort of off the field and, as as David said, sort of style over substance antics. In terms of honourable mentions, just to give you a flavour of the sort of the player we're looking for, we've got Daryl Zanata, Declan McDade, Christy Elliott, Martin Woods. Alex Jones, Joe Cardo, and and current favourite Aidan Fitzpatrick. So I think you can get from from that sense that we're not really taking into account ability. Without further ado, we will start. We have a four three two one formation on the go here, and in goals we have none other than Ryan Stevenson. David, why has Ryan Stevenson made this eleven? Oh, I mean, a Hall of Famer, Spice Boy. The first prerequisite that Heather gave was tattoos. And Ryan Stevenson has mo- has had more tattoos than hot dinners. And um, I'm not a big tattoo person. I don't have any. Um, I thought at some point when I was younger, I'd have got a stick and poke tattoo for a laugh, but I didn't. Um, and yeah, I, I, it's not for me, but I know lots of people who do have them. And Ryan Stevenson, apart from being an absolute rocket off the field, I actually didn't mind him as much when he was at Thistle as other people. He wasn't the best, but in the years after Thistle, he very much any sort of lingering eye is is no bad has dissipated fully because he is a total space cadet and his tattoos are not are not great either. And I feel like I'm just sticking the bit into Ryan Stevenson. Maybe I am, but. He's in goals because of his performance. Who was it that... Um, Scully was sent off. Scully was sent off. Was it against... Hearts. Hearts, so it was. And um, yeah, a, a rare outfield uh, goalkeeper. I can't think of too many other for Thistle. And yeah, just I feel that a player that I feel that we should have talked about more on the pod, but don't. So this seems like a very worthy inclusion to stick him in here because our goalkeepers aren't necessarily that spicy there's one or two you maybe go mm. but no I think Ryan Stevenson is just a, you know a, a bit of a space cadet with lots of tattoos that also memorably played in goals for us even though he was a striker so uh, yeah quality inclusion 
I think tattoos are going to come up a lot. I will ask you all this, but David, what if you had to get a tattoo, what would you get? Um, uh, I've I've thought about it many times before. What I would get, it's probably going to be some sort of thistle thing, to be honest, uh, to commemorate some sort of trophy win. Either that, or I'll go full blown, get some horde of death metal album cover on my arm, or something like that, or maybe just get you suffer, but why? Something like that. It's wildly contrasting things, but it's what it's one end or the other. Kirsten, would you agree with Ryan Stevenson? Ryan Stevenson does make the Spice Boy eleven, but he makes it under like a a specific one of my criteria I'm not going by position here I'm going by like Spice Boy criteria Ryan Stevenson makes it under the category of Spice Boy that is really not that bright and is very easily persuaded to the right like that makes up a large proportion I would say that's probably your core Spice Boy it's like bottom of the pyramid Spice Boy they're all very easily led whether that be by something shiny or expensive or by the alt-right they're all very easily taken there <laughs> and ryan stevenson for that is that he is the epitome of it really actually i have, actually have a good story about ryan stevenson his now wife used to own the salon in front of fur hill the hairdressers in front of fur hill before she was married to him and she had like a big like naked picture of herself like it was just her holding her boobs um like screen printed onto the front of the salon and maybe how old it was called oh, what was it I can't remember it was called OMG or something I always followed her on Instagram and she got married to this guy and she always had horses she had this beautiful white wedding and it was like amazing fake tits for it everything and she went on her honeymoon and her friend looked after her horses but she went on her honeymoon and her sister's a model so she's on her honeymoon and then she flew out to see her sister and her husband came back right and like relieve the friend of watching the horses like relieve them of that duty didn't think anything of it followed the husband as well and then like three weeks later she posted an instagram story like a photo of her cctv camera in her inner shop or something and the caption of it was when you ask your best friend to ride your horses while you're away but she mistakes horses for husband and the friend had shagged <laughs> so they got like divorced like as soon as they were back must have just been like an annulment and then yeah and then she started going out with Ryan Stevenson another anecdote to that story is the man that ate Hunters of Schwarmas was a Hearts fan and when I told like when I first met him I, I knew quite a lot about Ryan Stevenson through this story basically and through like being very keenly interested in it unfolding that I am absolutely convinced that's the reason he kept me about for a while because he thought I was really invested in Ryan Stevenson and every single time that man had one sip of alcohol he would message Ryan Stevenson on Instagram and like I would be sitting next to him on the oatmeal couch and I would look over at his phone and he would just be like sending Ryan Stevenson DMs that he never opened it was just all the right hand side of the screen. Reese, why is Ryan Stevenson a, a worthy inclusion in this 11? Uh, it's just it's tough to think of a, a spicy thistle goalie. You look at the likes of Snedden that we had here, and, and Snedden's on the complete opposite end of the spectrum of of spice boy. S- same for like the likes of Connor Hazard. I thought maybe Kieran Wright could have could have pushed Ryan Stevenson close, but as soon as, as soon as Stevenson got mentioned, then that just blew the shouts out of the water. Um, Stevenson definitely is the, the spiciest guy we've had playing goals for us. Like, all the hallmarks, the the mental haircuts. The tattoos, aye, it's uh, he's undoubtedly the 
he's he's right up there in, in, in terms of the, the spiciest of this whole eleven. So I, I don't think there could be any doubt when it comes to the goalies, as probably as, as mentioned already, the the least spiciest position on the field. I, th- I think the fact that I was a goalkeeper definitely proves that point, Reese. I would say though, Mason McCready is a spice boy. Mason McCready wears chinos, like Dougie Emery, beige, top man, white Rihanna t-shirt vibe chinos. So he, he would have to be in goals. Jamie, we'll come on to the, the back four. Um, this is actually not a bad Thistle back four on, on its day if this was, was compiled together. Um, Jordan McMillan making it in at right back. Why is he there? I'd say it's just kind of the regular criteria that he's got the tattoos. I, don't know, I think he's was meant to be quite a character as well off the pitch, but I wouldn't say he's a glaring choice as Ryan Stevenson. I think Stevenson's probably one of the easiest choices, maybe barring one we'll mention later as well on this entire list. But yeah, I think Jordan McMillan's just a kind of, I wouldn't say he's a glaring choice, but a kind of regular space boy at right back. Heather, where do you think Jordan McMillan would be on, on Nando's spice scale in terms of this team? Okay, it's either, well, it's either, so it's extra mild, which is plainish. I think we could all agree that, um, like, someone like Jamie Snedden is plainish. Um, then we've got garlic barbecue and lemon herb, which is mild. Then we've got medium, which is medium, hot, and then extra hot. So I would say Jordan McMillan, probably from his kind of, outer curricular activities probably a hot spice boy but not extra hot i think ryan stevenson is extra hot wow anybody want to create that i'm the one saying this because like clip this just sounds like i'm saying everyone's good looking we'll move on then to the the center back partnership uh on the right hand side of of a back to connor mcavoy reese wise here in this team a, a short thistle spell well, Conor McAvoy, he, he comes on like the, the different side of the, the Spice Boy narrative. He is very spicy, but he's not the, the tattooed type. The, he, he's like the... Oh, <laughs> weird plug. But uh, he's, he's got like the, the, the well-groomed hair, the, the middle part. You know, he looks like a young Leonardo DiCaprio back in the, the Titanic days. Um, but uh, he, he's just... Well groomed young young guy for for down south. He's like he's like the Charva type. Not I'm talking about the the keeping it lemon. If you've seen on TikTok the, but uh, he's like one of them, and he's a type of the guy you probably see in something like the only way is Essex wearing his his Hugo Boss trackie or something. So that's where I see um, Conor McAvoy making his way into this this starting eleven. Nando's have introduced a new item onto their menu. Jamie Conor McAvoy memories from him in a jag shot. I mean, he looked like he was going to be a pretty good player for us. Obviously, he ended up getting injured at Morton away by, I think it was Robbie Muirhead, actually, who injured him. But, yeah, I thought he would have been a good player if I hadn't been for that. <laughs> a glaring memory of the own goal from Ibrox, but he did look a pretty pretty decent player in the short time he was here. Kirsten, do you think we should have reused Conor McAvoy's chant for Kerr McEnroy? No. I think that he's, he's really, really rightfully earned his place, I think. He is incredibly spicy. He would be found in sanctuary. He has a, probably, don't know this for a fact, but probably has an absolute beamer on finance, like loves a Sunday roast. Yeah, all of it. He's earned his place. Excellent. Um, Heather, on the other side of our centre-back partnership, Jordan Turnbull, do you have positive memories of him in a thistle top and, and why is he in this team? 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, so he he was with us for the start and then he got recalled back on loan. I remember being quite gutted about that. And then we got Bailey Cargill, who certainly wasn't spicy. Um, I mean, Jordan, I think with uh, with Turnbull, he was he just always like his hair just looked perfect all the time. And he just looked unfazed and just like the you know, he just he just looked so so cool, calm and collected on the ball. And um, yeah, I always really enjoyed him. And I was like, I remember him putting up like a tweet, you know, with the classic red and yellow hearts about the fact that he was going to like, you know, miss us and everything. And, you know, he just he just looked his um, his gear, like his like what he wore on the weekend was always quite entertaining. As Jamie said, that's always important for a for a Spice Boy. And he certainly was um, he was a well put together guy. But again, on the pitch, too, didn't really put a foot wrong. And um, he always um, you know, I think we were gutted to to lose him when we did. David, what about you? What are your memories of of Jordan Turnbull? Yeah, much same as Heather. Um, I remember yeah, it was uh, it was very much him and Bailey Cargill were the the Maldini and Baresi of um, handsome English boys that I couldn't pick out in the street. Um, but Turnbull was, yeah, he was a good player. I, I enjoyed him and it was a shame when he left. Can I also yeah. add, I've just gone on his Instagram and he also was one of those people who would like, he would like, he would put an Instagram up like straight after and it would be like really tough game yesterday, but it all starts again on Tuesday. Like he was a wee go again and we love that for a Spice Boy. Like yeah, they, they're the ones who they, they're well. the ones who post. I think that's that's uh, that's important as well for a Spice Boy. You need to post on Instagram or something later, like a photo of you like playing the game, maybe your celebration. You know, something that like you know that you know reels everyone in. I'm glad you brought this up. I think emoji choice is is very important as well. I think if you're using the flame emojis a lot, um, I think that that really sort of propels you into Spice Boy territory. Um, Reese, next up, James Penrice. He's made it in at left back. Why? Why is he in this team? See, I, I like I, I like Penrice, um, but I think I, I don't think he's got. All, he doesn't have all the hallmarks. Doesn't have the tattoos. Doesn't have the mental hair or anything. He's just a handsome guy, and I think that sometimes that that can push you to the, the space boy territory without doing too much. Um, he's got that baby face. There's no got a hair on it, a hair on his face, which, which actually contributes to the the Spice Boy narrative as well. So it's the other side of the coin. Heather, your memories of of James Penrice. Yeah, absolutely. He was one of those ones, and you see it now still. Like he absolutely loved a celebration, even when it wasn't his goal. But because he, he just kind of wanted like to have that celebration photo for him to put on his Instagram later with a kind of like a the love hearts emoji or the or the we go again or the kind of fist pump one. He always like, he was always there for that. But yeah, I think he he always liked getting involved, and he he he'd be the kind of one that would put up a photo like after we'd like been like beaten by Celtic, but like he was trying to tackle uh, Scott Brown he'd put up something like that that you know just to remind people that you know he was in the Premier League but you know fair enough you yeah you have to you have to flaunt these things uh, especially when you're young but yeah just as as every said a well put together guy who obviously um enjoyed getting a little bit of attention from the fans and and always liked to look his best he is spicy but there's there's a difference I think between spicy and young spicy I sound ancient here, but spicy is the default for young boys. So I think we need to give them a few years to age out of it, which is why I like I would be cautious about like saying Ben Williamson, for example, was spicy because he's maybe just a wee bit too young to tar it with. 
I feel weird. He's younger than me. Like, is you know what I mean? I feel weird seeing that these boys are good looking. That's okay. David has this problem every week with folk that are younger than him on podcasts. So, you know, it's fine. Um, I think the back four, that, that was like a good back four football-wise. I think that's a sort of mildly spicy back four. I think we're going to move on to, to much spicier individuals and we will start with a man who is in just because he set up his own clothing brand while we were fighting relegation and it's it's everybody's favourite ex-captain, Abdul Osman. David, Abdul Osman? I mean, yeah, he's. it's not easy being a spice boy. Um, and yeah, it's it's got all the hallmarks of... As you said, he, he basically had down tools to sell hats. Um, and the Abdul Osman Shite Hat Civil War um, of 1718 was one of one of my favourite periods of online um, thistle Xing. Um, so, yeah, definitely just... Again, the, the hunt continues for someone who has one of his hats, um, surely. I mean, always... I mean, the, the other one I had... So I had like some key partnerships that I felt worked really well in my 11. And I felt that Osman and Matthias Pogba were like a key partnership because they were good friends and stuff. And I think getting Paul Pogba to sort of try and give your uh, brand um, a bit of rep and stuff like that and being so close to Matthias Pogba as well, an, an intensely fascinating man, um, I think that really boosts him up in terms of spice boydom. Even, even but if you don't get to anything after Thistle, he's still an intensely interesting man. But um, yeah, I just think being such, such good pals with Matthias and Paul Pogba really, really boosts you up in terms of spice boydom. We often have to be quite careful with our language on this podcast for, for legal reasons covering a variety of subjects. But describing Matthias Pogba as um, intensely fascinating is maybe my, my favourite bit of that so far. Reese, you've got your hand up. Why, why is Abdul Osman a, a fixture on this team? See... I don't agree with Abdul Osman being in this team, and uh, I think I think it's good to have a, a difference of opinion here. But I don't think that Abdul Osman is typically a spice boy. I think he's a different genre altogether, because um, he he's not in the same mould as any of the guys we've crossed before. I do think that the creating the brand was a, a bit of a spicy act in itself, but I don't label him as a spice boy. And I uh, I said in the chat last night. I think it's a travesty that Martin Woods hasn't made this team. Martin Woods would be my captain in this team. Martin Woods potentially one of the spiciest guys that I've ever seen play for us. He he was an older guy that couldn't let go of his sort of teenage early twenty years. Um, he had his hair pristine. Um, looks like maybe I don't know. This is this is this is uh, liable. I could be saying, but it looks like he'd been to Turkey in the very early days. He's he's got the the nice teeth. The the drawn-on beard, the drawn-on hair, double-sleeve tattoos, and I, I, I can't believe that Martin Martin Woods has been omitted from this team, but he would be in there instead of Osman for me. If Martin Woods does wish to take legal action against this podcast, or you as an individual, Reese, then I, I would find that hugely amusing just for an accusation of going to Turkey. I, I mean, it's either that or Matthias Pogba's legal team, and I know which one I would rather face in court, so... Yeah. <laughs> As our Spice Boy expert, Kirsten, the decision is with you. Abdul Osman or Martin Woods to make this 11? Abdul Osman, 100%. And you know what's swung it for me is that I used to live in the same block of flats as Abdul Osman. Um, and they they had like really dodgy cladding on them. So the fire brigade were always there. And this was just like a well-known thing. And there was big big bits of the pavement that were painted over that fire trucks had to be on and they were there like 
three times a day before they had a kind of working board and and Abdulazim would just always park his massive beamer just on this bit of road and it, there would be space everywhere else and the Reggie I can't remember what it was it was like a b5 osm or something like that it was just so blatantly him um so that has swung it for me just that personal experience uh, next up in midfield, we have the only player who is in, in the current squad who's made this 11. That is Ben Williamson. Jamie, why has he made the 11? Well, we did mention about times being a key priority, and Ben Williamson seemed insistent on showing everyone his tattoo early in the season and was like rolling the shot off at a strange angle to, to show everybody it. I remember, especially after the first two games of the season, people just say, pissed off because we'd lost a game and drawn one and everyone was like no one cares about your tattoo mate and stuff on Twitter I don't remember people getting kind of annoyed about it so I think that alone has got my place in this team Jamie if you were to get a tattoo what would you get? Um, I, don't, I don't even know to be honest uh, some crystal and memorabilia tattoo why not? The Mitchells I thought you would get the Mitchells uh, and the Mitchell brothers <laughs> What, Phil, get Phil Mitchell's face on like, my arm or something? But yeah, get yeah, the two of them. Yeah, what, maybe one in each arm or like two in the same arm. I think that would that would be good. I could see you rocking the Mitchell brothers. Um, just at five, just band. pulling up your shorts to show your Mitchell brothers tattoo. Yeah, I got like, the Queen back on my back or something as well. Heather, you've got your hand up. Um, thank you for showing enthusiasm in this podcast. I'm sure all of the listeners have switched off by now. But uh, Heather, why is Ben Williamson in this team, in your opinion? Well, one of my favourite things about Ben Williamson is there was a a, a day a, a, a few months ago now where I parked in like the wrong bit of Airdrie and I had to walk all the way around and Matt and Reese were like home before I made it back to my car with Kirsten. And during that, Ben Williamson drove past Kirsten and I on that really long walk home. So the fact that the players were out and in their cars before we got back just really sums it all up. Anyway, he also had a like a private number plate and was in a kind of a very Spice Boy car. So I think that adds to to the reason as well as what Jamie's mentioned. And since Reese is complaining about what people got missed out, I would also say that I feel like Christy Elliott deserves to be in this more than Abdul Osman. I mean, Christy Elliott was like, I mean, he is, I mean, we absolutely love him. This the utility player who gave absolutely everything, but just you could just tell like the lifestyle that he lived. He was definitely he was like he was spicy before there was spice. We absolutely love Christy Elliott and I really hope that Jamie could do like a wee um uh, impression of him because I know that he's really good at accents but uh, but yeah like and that those tattoos the way that he looked before games definitely had a wee tan before some of the the games that we had on TV come on Christy Elliott's up there uh, Reese Cole next Reese why is Reese Cole in this team um, Reese Cole's in this team because the dads didn't like him um, <laughs> and that that alone makes a spice boy um no, you don't really need to do much else. Uh, if the dads don't like you, then you're a spice boy. Um, but he's English as well, so being English gives you a few extra spice points over being Scottish. So he had a beard, <laughs> had a bit of facial hair. Um, so I, all the hallmarks, um, it was it wore long sleeves as well, which also sort of uh, attributes to to spice boy them. So he wore his socks over his knees, and and he could hit a set piece. 
Um, so I think that 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 gets him on this list, unfortunately. I'm loving how more and more criteria is coming out the, the further down this list we go. It's f- fascinating stuff. Um, Heather, you've got your hand up. I think I know why you're going to come in on Reese Cole. Oh, well, I was just going to say the fact that he loved to uh, tweet his highlight videos of, um, well, and actually, was it one of Jamie's that he tweeted? I can't remember. Sure was. Um, but yeah, like, especially when it was like goals from games that were, like, we lost 5-1 in, but he happened to score. He exudes Grey Goose. Just, I, I, if you had to draw a space boy, I think he would draw Reese Cole. He's, he's everything that you need in a space boy. He definitely uses Snapchat. He also, like, I'm sure, like, him, Dyer Zanata and uh, Alex Jones would, like, pose and go out for, like, really expensive dinners with, and, like, have all their watches on and, and yeah, and they, some interesting company they kept as well. Yeah, they did, like, they, they, they would go out for dinner for the gram. They weren't there to actually eat the food. They were just there to, to pose away and uh, it was always quite enjoyable to see and but yeah, I I do think that um that posting your highlight reel when you really weren't that good is up there for spice. Or maybe that's just uh, delusional. No, I agree. Uh, David's mentioned partnerships in the team, and because Reese Cole made it, I did want to squeeze Dario Zanata, and I'm I'm sad he's not made it for that partnership. I don't. <laughs> um, Dario's. Oh God. So he's got on his hinge that his love line. <laughs> on his hinge it says so you've got like automated prompts and you fill in the second bit of them and his is like my love languages physical touch and then the monkey that's like got its hands over its eyes um and all his photos are him like in wonder bar or in cranside kitchen or whatever but i matched with him on bumble last week and i messaged him and said hi handsome how's league one I was going to say he was part of my sort of biggest Spice Boy trio of uh, Jones, Austin, and uh, Reese Cole. I thought they just like to have all three at the same time, you know. Don't cry yeah, because it's over. And Zanata, yeah, exactly. An absolutely generational team for Spice Boys. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's a mystery how we were so bad that season. Um, but I remember he he, used, um, he scored the winner against Queen of the South and basically it was like the greatest goal of all time. He, we used to tweet that quite a bit. And as you said, you know, he, he would regularly <laughs> tweet uh, like highlight videos, which... It's fine. Like, you know what? You you can get away with it a little bit, but yeah, I think it's just one of those a, a very a very online space boy. But he did come on the pod and was lovely on the pod, so we can't I can't stick the boot into him too much. Absolutely, he's one of the nicest guys I think I've chatted to for the pod. He was lovely. I just say I feel Mitch Austin's catching strays from David there. I wouldn't even say he was a space boy to be honest. He was more like a he's a FIFA gamer these days. He's like not even a footballer nowadays. He's just a streamer. So I feel I feel Mitch Austin's getting a wee bit unfairly gripped with Alex Jones who's like someone off Made in Chelsea and then like Reese Cole and Dario Zanata are all very spicy I feel Austin's, Austin's catching straight here David Mitch Austin posted about a thousand pictures from Lock Holmond he loved that place on Instagram he just so many that he tagged Lock Holmond in for some reason in Edinburgh Castle he just, he just used to post all his tourist snaps from his like six months that he was with us it gets him in the team Oh, are we are we saying that Loch Lomond is the the sort of place to go for a spice boy? Is that is that the claim? 
if you were from Australia, right, and you came to Scotland and you just con, you know, constantly posting pictures of Mark Coleman, like you know, you, I, I don't know, it's weird, but he, he loved going about Scotland and posting these uh, touristy photos from everywhere, which I think okay. is quite spice boy. He wasn't well, playing. He had to do something. We'll move on to our front three. Um, Blair Lyons on uh, the right wing. I was about to call him Brad Lyons. Blair Lyons on the right wing. Uh, minimal appearances for, for Thistle, but why has he made the team? I think that you guys have nailed it. I mean, you gave yourselves a really, really hard time, but these people were all all kind of at the front of my mind as well. Blair Lyons as a spice boy. I would maybe give him like a similar concession to the one I gave Ben Williamson in that he does seem really quite young, so he might grow out of it, but... It depends, like, you know, it, it depends how much of a community he finds in, in the space. You know, like, people really talk about how, uh, we went to see Dolly Alderton last night, so I'm on, I'm on this, but people talk about how it can be hard for men to, like, find a community and and talk about their feelings and stuff. So I think that Spice Boys really talk about it through, like, wearing the same jumpers. It gives them this kind of, like, Masonic, sense of solidarity with each other so if he grows up into it and, and decides that he wants to then become like Ryan Stevenson adult spice then you know fair play to him I, under, I understand it's a, it's a trying time for men in some ways and if that's your community then you know I respect it but, but I don't want to see it on my iPhone. He didn't really get a game with us at all um, for one reason or another and I, do, I don't know I just feel like when we had McCall on, um, McCall talked a, a lot about sort of the attitude of the club when he came in and stuff like that, and and basically called out the the sort of the the Spice Boys that we uh, mentioned a moment ago. Um, and I think it's one of those things where like he just didn't he just didn't see anything in them. And I just I don't know I just get the feeling that with player lines that, that there's definitely a little bit of that in there. It, it's strange. It's a mystery why he didn't get any more game sir is because we were absolutely crying out I think we played like how many players are like in his position over him that weren't playing on the right it was it was very strange in league one that you, you didn't get anything but yeah I don't know I just feel like this or the disdain McCall showed him <laughs> gives him yeah, spice boy points here McCall went through a, 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 I say a phase it was probably his entire second year we didn't really like wingers apart from Scott Tiffany. Like you think of letting Cardo go, but he also never really used Connor Murray that much. Blair Lyons, I think, was the same, and he'd often opt to put like Kyle Turner or Robbie Crawford out in, out in the wing before these guys, uh, which was strange. But Reese, why has he made this this spice boy eleven? Well, mind I was telling you the story like the the first day of preseason, and they turned up with a nose piercing, and Ian McCall just said, "What the fuck is that? Get that off!" So that alone is probably the this the most spice boy item on this whole list in itself so uh, that that gets him that gets him a starting space on the wing Reese, we're coming to the end of the podcast so i better ask you if, if you had to get i don't know if you've actually got a tattoo but if you had to get a tattoo, another tattoo um what would you get uh i've not got any um i, I always say <laughs> do you know what the mad thing is i remember like a few years ago now i remember saying to myself like i'll probably get that one day when i'm older and because you know how you used to always say that when you're younger but then i'm like wait I'm in my twenties now. What is stopping me from going to get a tattoo? Do you know what I mean? So I obviously don't want one that bad. But if I say, I always say I would get one. It would be like a a leg sleeve. And um, now I know that we've been talking about how sleeves are spicy. I would not get any of the the typical stuff that you just go and get like the the line, the witch in the wardrobe, all that stuff put on you. Uh, I would have some 
some meaningful stuff and some stuff that that I like to me personally but um, I'd also get on my leg because it's easily hidden I wouldn't want it on display all the time because there's nothing I hate more than when someone gets a tattoo say for instance they get a tattoo on their forearm and then they start wearing hoodies with the sleeve rolled up on one arm and stuff letting people see that they've got a tattoo um, so I'd, I'd, I'd have it somewhere that if I wore trousers or whatever you wouldn't see it Jamie we'll move on to the, the captain of the team Jack Storer <laughs> why is he in? I don't even think he has tattoos, so he's managed to dodge that. But, I mean, the guy tried to sell a Versace jacket on Instagram while still playing for us. So, I feel, I mean, wearing a Versace jacket would get him in the team anyway. But trying to sell one probably boosts him even more. I think his dad as well has managed to push him up the nominations a wee bit by offering a parody Gary Caldwell account at Square Go on Twitter. And Jack Storer as well, I always remember when he was at us on his Instagram, he was always out of, like, West End bars and stuff like almost like after every game at training and whatnot he was always posting pictures of like expensive looking drinks and like cocktails and stuff and then like tonight you know those kind of Instagram captions about the sun setting on today and all that kind of rubbish and it always rises tomorrow although you know that kind of that kind of pattern so yeah he, he's a well well earned spot in this team. Yeah, I think he could have been in it for like any like one of his things, but the the collection of it gets him the armband for me. Reese, you've got your hand up. No, we've not mentioned, um, which is quite a Spice Boy thing, and, and I personally like it because I've said before on podcasts like I like certain things about a kit. Like, see if a player wears cut socks, like the white socks at the bottom of their socks and stuff. Like, or uh, what I like as well when a player does this, right? But he was too much for this. He had the the double wrist tape. The dual wheel wrist tape, which is very, very spicy. Any player that has the double wrist tape is, is you know what they're doing. So Jack Storer had that from day one, so that gets him on the list for me. Something I would really observe about Spice Boys, I mentioned it a wee bit earlier, it's the Sunday roast thing. It's the Sunday roast phenomenon about Spice Boys, where they, they will go out and just be the most the most horrendous versions of not only themselves, the most horrendous versions of humanity. And then, like, post photos in a Pammy Angel's top with one arm around their mum or one arm around their dad and be like family is everything, love heart emoji and that tweet for me is the most like family is everything spicy vibe ever um, so yeah he's he's really earned his place. I mean I mean, the thing for me about this is that like you know yeah we are kind of you know sticking the bit in a little bit but with, with love and affection to the Spice Boys however Jack Stone have played in the, in the Europa Conference League this year. So, I mean, how many of us are playing in the Europa Conference League? Um, Absolutely none it, of us. <laughs> exactly. It just goes to show you punch a bin at Albion Rovers and then you can end up in the Europa Conference League. It goes to show what you can do when your dad believes in you. Do you know I mean, see, when you've got that life raft of, of, of brotherly love behind you, then, yeah, you can, you can clearly go to the Europa Conference League. Fair play to him. Heather, I'll come to you in a minute about Jack Storer, but you have just sent a picture to the group chat of one of Jack Storer's Instagram stories, which read, even when shit eats you up inside, you got to keep it gangster and move on. Um, is that why he is in the start 11 with the captain's armband? Absolutely, because I don't even think that's like out there for him. I think that is just like his kind of everyday mentality, which is just fascinating and should be studied. He just, but I have to say, I still always remember that incredible goal he scored because the minute, the second it, it 
it left his boot you knew it was coming in top corner and it was stunning but again going back to the the playing of of your own uh goal after it he did absolutely rip that goal he talked about it like from every angle well I mean with the limited angles that we have at Fairhill but um you'd think that he'd won uh the World Cup the way that he uh the way that he reacted to it but yeah just j- just the captions alone and his just general attitude t- towards life you know he was he wasn't at Thistle to be a footballer he was there to kind of for clout like absolutely also would like to say about Jack Sora another Spice Boy point. Uh, just just when you said his Instagram there, um, his house looks like the dentist's. So that's another Spice Boy point. He has a home highlight and it's it's so crushed velvet, so Mrs. Hinch. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a really fair assessment. But on like a Nando's spice scale, he is extra hot with like a garlic Pyrenees as well. Heather, if you had to get a tattoo, what would you get? I'm kind of offended about this question because I definitely asked it on a date that I was um, hosting. So it obviously shows me that you weren't listening, but that's okay. If it had to be a thistle tattoo, obviously last year we talked about potentially getting a, a KD9 tattoo, but that um, fortunately or unfortunately didn't happen. RIP Dingwall. But um, if I had to get a tattoo, when I first graduated university, I taught in Glencoe for a year. And it's a very special place to me. And I always thought that I would get the Balahulish horseshoe uh, like on my ankle or something to kind of remember my year in the Highlands. And Kirsten, do you have any honourable mentions you'd like to bring up? The ones that I had, I'm just kind of I'll just read out the, the names that really, really stuck out to me. I haven't I haven't put them anywhere on the pitch, though. I've put them in, in category of Spice Boy and things like personalised Reggie, not that bright, cryptic Insta captions and poses, but I haven't actually put them anywhere in the pitch like a like a real female football fan would. So I've written Adam Taylor Sinclair. Uh, I'm sure he had knee ring for a bit, personalised Reggie. And I actually think it was one of those illegal Reggies that the, the font was lifted, so that's like more Spice Boy points um, in my book as well. Ryan Stevenson, Fitzy, Declan McDade. Declan McDade is, is a real Spice Boy. Um, and I say this generally with the best will in the world. You know, there's not they're not for me, but there's nothing wrong with them. But he is, he's he's up there for me. Um, between, I, th- I think that you've got like two different brands of Spice Boy. The ones that are, if they got the chance to go on Love Island, they would. So like, Basiri Williams would do that. I, I feel given his Instagram. Declan McDade is actually a lot more like the previous Spice Boy, the Sunday Roast Spice Boy, but you know, it's still a category in itself. Jack Storer, George Monker, and Dario Zanata as being my most obvious Spice Boys. The, the kind of empty jersey guys that we're talking about, the guys that really haven't stuck in our mind that are in, in this path of people, Nathan Eccleston, Jordan Turnbull. The one for me that really sticks out is George Monker. And I have a good story about that because when we signed him, I was like, I was maybe between the ages of about 12 and 14 when we signed him. And it was very close to the time that we signed Gary Piccolo as well. So I just thought that, you know, that was what we did now. We just signed very, very attractive players, which obviously wasn't the case because I think in that space of time, we also signed like Mark Kerr and John Baird, but I was just getting <laughs> 
But when I was like 12, between the age of 12 and 14 or something, um, one of my friends tweeted about how Thistle had just signed this really, really hot guy. And George Monker's now wife started started on me on Twitter because I was like 13 years old and, and had said he was hot. So she added me and she was like, little rat bag or something like that. Um, yeah, it was mental. But I mean, would you would you be aggrieved if we just went and had a total hunk Sullivan? Would that really be so bad? No, no, it wouldn't be so bad. But my definition of a hunk is just so far off what a hunk actually is. So you'd, you'd I, have I, like an like, alternate hunk Sullivan? <laughs> Yeah, people that I think are attractive are just not um, plain and simple. So <laughs> it would be like a Kirsten hunk of living would be like, this chick needs help. <laughs> we will finish with our, our striker, our number nine, our goal machine. David, it's Miles Story. Memories of Miles Story and a, and a thistle shot and why has he made this team? A lot of running, a lot, a lot of running, a lot of sprinting, not not much ball control. I mean, just an infuriating player, <laughs> to be honest. If, if he could play football, if he could like control a ball, he would be brilliant, but he can't. He, he just cannot. He's not. There's so, there's so many times where you're just like, this man is not a footballer. He's a 100-meter sprinter. He's, I, I don't know, but... Um, yeah, but the funny thing was is that when he did score, they were usually quite quite good goals that like they go against Dundee he scored another goal the week after against oh it's going to escape me now St Johnson. St Johnson it was and they were good goals and it was like maybe this is a turning point for Miles Story maybe he could not he, he absolutely did not also uh, in pre-season um, he was like Pelly um, he would score goals for fun and they'd be stupid like screamers down at Gas Cube and then the second the competitive stuff starts absolutely not he, was, he could not be bothered in any of that um yeah i don't know i just feel a, a, a very archetypal space by a guy who probably you mentioned earlier you know thinks he's better than he actually is i feel that Miles story is a little bit of that but i mean he, he's he's got a he's got a steady gig now he's clearly got something about him but it's just yeah it was, it was not with us kirsten yeah he, he is spicy but another one that i feel is almost a different brand of spicy to the ones we see now he's spicy but if oasis were to get back together he'd be in the Ticketmaster queue it's a different type of spice there's definitely a a decision to be made i think when you're like talking about the ages of spice boys because people like ryan stevenson could have grown out of it but they've chosen not to people like fitzy and ben um, ben williamson they might decide that they love chain spotting at some point but I can't even look at Miles Story's Instagram because he's private so I'm quite I'm quite gutted about that I don't really have any observations there he had like the ice gem here as well for a while I seem to remember which did a good few spice points there too Reese, your memories of Miles Story Story was probably one of the biggest disappointments um, and just in terms of Fissel signings I had so much high hopes for him obviously he had that good season at Inverness was in and out of the Aberdeen team, still managed a couple of goals. So when we signed him, I thought, you know, we've got a striker here. He's going to be class for us. He looks the part. And, and that's the thing with being a spice boy. All these guys look the part of the footballer. But sometimes the the footballer 
percentage of that is questionable. Um, and and for Mel's story, that was the case. Um, maybe in terms of technical ability, one of the worst we've ever had. He was certainly fast and he could chase a ball. But in terms of his crossing and shooting, it wasn't great at all. Um, as, as I've already mentioned, they had the wrist tape, they had the cut socks, the white boots, plenty of tattoos, the the, the nice haircut and I even the tattoos up onto the neck, which has a few spice, spice marks. He's up there with Frank Stevenson for me. I'm I'm glad we've made it to the end of this eleven. I think we we improved we improved as we went on. It was good to get some widen the scope on the Spice Boy criteria. I think social media posts, um, especially if you're tweeting about your own your own performances and sharing clips of your own performances. I think where you go to to eat and drink, and of course tattoos, sock styles, very important as well. David, I'm going to put you on the spot here to finish off because I think that the listeners deserve deserve a, a treat for making it 42 minutes into this absolute shit show. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot and ask a quick fire question here. Could you rank the six of us from the, the spiciest to the, the mildest? Um, I, I don't know if this will help you, David, but I'll say that if I was to get, I don't have any tattoos, if I was to get a tattoo, I would get one of K9 of Doctor Who fame. <laughs> A, a solid shout. Um, right, well, first of all, straight away, Reese Haldane. Reese Haldane is winning this league by about 16 points. He's got this title wrapped up by March. Um, straight away, definitely, Reese Haldane. Congratulations. Kirsten and Heather, I mean, Kirsten and Heather have that sort of to catch a thief, you need to be a thief sort of mentality uh, when it comes to Spice Boys. They're not spicy. But they know the ins and outs of Space Boys and they know what makes a Space Boy. And I feel that if they deigned to, so I would say say Kirsten and Hera are like playoff Spice along with Jamie. Um, Jamie, I feel that Jamie is that that sort of wild card, he's that unknown quality. Like, sort of, you know, there's always a team in the championship like Rayford and Fairman. Uh, who get a bit of money behind him, you know, like, you know, they might do something this season and he could have a great season, he could get his hair done, he could go get a tattoo, get a private Reggie and really fly up the table. On the other hand, he might not, he might just keep himself to himself and, and not go for any of that and then be fighting a relegation battle um, with me and Matt, who have spent my entire, I mean, I've spent my entire teenage years and adult life actively rebelling against this sort of thing um, and rejecting any sort of spiciness um, even before it was a thing um, to to a point now where I am Matt, Matt will back me up on this but I am playing Nan through and through there's not a bit of spice in my body Matt spends his spare time watching Doctor Who and making up golf courses and PGA Tour games so you know it's <laughs> He's, you know, me and him are definitely fighting for the the relegation battle here, absolutely. But Reese, you know, congratulations, Reese, get the open top bus booked. Anybody want to query that at all? Right, um, I'm just going to say right now, I'm more spicy than Jamie McDonald, a thousand percent. Right, Reese, Reese Aldean had a gimmick on Instagram where he did, he took photos and covered his face for about three years. That is very spicy. It's very. Listen, I was not critiquing Reese. Reese is a thousand percent our extra hot spice, but Jamie, no, how are you number two? <laughs> listen, I'm taking a beating here, right? And I, I'll, I'll stick up for the spice boys of this podcast, right? Oh, we've criticised these guys, but at the end of the day, 
they're just well groomed and they'll have a nice Instagram, right? So at the end of the day, if I if I'm going to be the most spicy, and I know Heather's critiqued private regis as well, I've got one. So if that makes you a spice boy, then so be it, right? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this is this half of this kind of descended into a hunks eleven where we just go, why why is he included? Oh, he's quite handsome. So to be honest, we saw I would be taking number one in the spice boy states because it means you're probably a bit of stuff. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a decent disrespect to hold, so I'll, I'll take it. It's could be worse. Uh, if nobody's got anything else to add, we will leave it there. Thank you very much for making it this far into what has been probably the most symbolic episode we've recorded of the Loser Draw. Um, not a clue when this is going to go out, hopefully never, but we will probably be back at some time with a weekly episode. So in the meantime, stay safe. is the last time we take a suggestion from what Jamie pod. um <laughs> mate shut up David this is really Matt straight away was like this was your idea at the start of the pod I was like that definitely was not I knew I knew from a minute ago that this was going to be a disaster when Jamie just started naming every English guy that's ever played <laughs> <laughs>